This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1357. Vocabulary isn't your reading problem. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, you get two episodes in one. First, we'll share simple strategies for increasing your IELTS reading score immediately. And then we'll give you three tips for improving your vocabulary. It's a jam-packed show. Aubrey, I'm excited for today's IELTS episode. What are we talking about? We got a really good question that actually had two questions in one. So yep. bonus episode, we are going <laughs> to answer this listener's question and you are going to learn about how to increase your reading score. And then in the second half of the episode about how to memorize vocabulary so you can yep. actually understand it and use it on test day. Yes, guys. So this is this is really two episodes in one here. We're talking about reading strategies. We're talking about how you can actually remember words and use them in speaking and writing. So a lot to cover today. Um, but guys, speaking of vocabulary, I want to call your attention to our last episode last Friday, episode 1356. This is practically BAM 9 vocabulary. Guys, that is chock full of adverbs that you need to use and you can learn them by using today's memorization strategies. Um, but definitely go back and listen to that episode to learn those adverbs. Yes. And you want to stay till the very end because we are going to really break down what this means for your score, how you can use today's tips to improve your vocabulary scores. And that's really the most important thing on test day. Like, do you understand the scoring system? Do you know what the examiner's listening for? Mm -hmm. Yep. 100%. So I'm going to read the student's question first. Thank you to Zarina. She asked us this question on Spotify. I don't know how to improve my reading score. Um, my score is a six and it's really tough for me to memorize new words that I find from reading passages. So again, we are breaking this down into two things because I know Zarina in your mind and probably in a lot of our listeners' minds, Vocabulary is the key to a good reading score. And that's not exactly true. These are two different, these are two different realms. Exactly, right? Um, there, there won't be these really crazy, super unfamiliar words in the reading passages. Yes, you have to have a lot of vocabulary. There's a lot of words you'll need to know, but like words that native native speakers don't use on the daily won't yeah. really be in that reading passage, but you do need strategies to be able to hear words and see them when you're reading a news article or a book and be able to really learn these and make them part of your active vocabulary so that you can use them on speaking and writing. Exactly, exactly. Um, 
the as Aubrey said, IELTS is not going to demand like high level specialized vocabulary knowledge in order for you to get the reading answers. There will be unfamiliar words in the reading passage. There will be words you don't know for sure. But we promise you guys that those words are not necessary to get the reading answers, okay? All of the parallel expressions, the vocabulary in the questions and the answers in the passage, this is all like intermediate level vocab, okay? So vocab is, is not always the problem here. The problem again is strategies. You need time-saving strategies to find the correct answers quickly. That's what it all comes down to. Yes, and that first strategy right there is if you hit a word that you have no idea what it means, it's super unfamiliar, don't waste time trying to figure out what it means. Nice. Recognize, yeah. instead, I should be looking for keywords from the answer to the passage. Don't let unfamiliar vocabulary derail you and make you waste time. Totally. I have heard that from students so many times where they they do get stuck on these words they don't know. And I think part of it is like a perfection thing. Like we love to feel smart and capable. And when we see words we don't know on this high pressure exam, it freaks us out. Like you said, it derails us. That's great vocab. It throws you off track of just focusing on finding the answers. So we're going to share with you some reading strategies, but you also have to realize that in order to get nines, in order to get the highest scores on the reading exam, like many of our three key students, you have to learn these time-saving strategies, yes, but then you have to apply them to test practice as often as possible before the exam. These strategies, this system has to be second nature to you. So you don't question it. You don't get stuck on unfamiliar words. You don't waste time because there is no time to waste on reading. Exactly. And so one of the first things you guys need to understand is there are a lot of different question types on the reading exam. And if you go in on test day unfamiliar with these different question types and the different strategies to answer them, you will really waste a lot of time. You need to have all of this done in advance. And like Jessica said, spent time practicing, answering and using these strategies on all of these different question types so that that's sort of a given on test day. That's almost second nature. You don't have to spend any extra time thinking, okay, okay, let's see what this, okay, true, false, not given. Huh, how do I answer that type of question? No, you know. There is, these, some of these questions are not user-friendly. Like right. they're not, it's not obvious what even they're asking, let alone how to answer it, right? Um, I want to call you guys back to IELTS Energy episode 1345. If you're wondering um, what can be confusing about some of these questions, go back and listen to 1345. It's called Everything You Need to Know for True, False, Not Given, and Yes, No, Not Given. We really break down that question type and explain it to you um, simply, as, as simple way as possible, and give you some strategies for finding those answers. So go back to 1345, Everything You Need to Know for True, False, Not Given, and Yes, No, Not Given. So Beyond, yes, there are slight variations to the basic strategies according to some of the questions like true, false, not given and headings. These are weird questions, right? So there's some extra little tidbits you need to know to find those answers quickly. But basically, guys, all reading strategies have three parts, right? 
first, always, we skim the passage. So how long do we skim and why do we skim, Aubrey? You only want to take one minute to skim. And this genes just means you're glancing through it quickly for the gist, right? What is this article about? What is this passage about? Do not read the entire thing. Do not read every word. You do not have time. I'm just taking one minute to open your brain box to get yourself familiar with what's the topic, what this, what's this article about, and then we're going to really dive in. Exactly, exactly. So you need to you need to know what the information is about before you look at the questions, right? So that's the purpose of that one minute. And now, how do we find the answers? So we identify keywords in the questions, and you need to already know about the question types. Are these answers in order in the passage, or are they not in order in the passage? In Three Keys IELTS, in our online course, we break that down for you. But you need to know um, where to find the answers, right? Can I go in order, right? That saves a lot of time or not. So identify those keywords. Know um, if they're in order or not, the answers. Now, when you're looking for the answer, this is called scanning. Now, scanning is not reading. You are not reading the whole passage 10 times to find 10 answers, right? No, of course not. There's no time. We scan. So we're scanning for keywords from the question because the answers are always next to the keywords in the passage. So how do we scan? What is scanning? Yes. So there are a lot of words you can skip when you're scanning because you're looking for either keywords or parallel expressions, synonyms of these keywords, right? So it's you're skipping prepositions and articles and lots of words looking for specific words. And depending on the question type, you might just be reading the first two lines of a paragraph the last lines of a paragraph, because for different question types, like Jessica was saying, some are in order, some aren't. These are the strategies you need to know in advance so you know exactly what to scan. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Like for matching headings, right? Um, you're not going to scan the middle of paragraphs because the answers aren't there. <laughs> Right? The answers for headings are in the beginning and end of the paragraph. So that's where you look, right? I think, guys, listeners, you can see already that everything for your reading score comes down to these time-saving strategies, right? You need these systems. So when you do find the keyword and you know, okay, here's the keyword from the question. The answer is going to be here. Now we read for detail. And reading for detail isn't reading the whole passage word for word. No, it's only reading that one sentence that has the keyword. And then you compare that to the question. Hopefully, you already got the answer. If not, you read the sentence before and the sentence after. So it's step by step. We're always being as efficient as possible. Yes. And this is where vocabulary really comes in because when you're reading for detail around those keywords, maybe the next sentence to make sure you understand to get this answer correctly, here's where if there's a vocabulary that it's not going to be the craziest, most high level vocabulary you've ever seen, but if there's some pretty standard vocabulary that you don't know and you can't figure out from the context, this could be a problem. This could make mm -hmm. it so that you're not able to identify the answer. So just like Zarina recognized when she sent in this answer, it is important to improve, be improving your vocabulary. So we're also going to share how, how can you do that? How can you learn new vocabulary and really incorporate it into your active memory?
All right, guys. So let's get into how do we improve our vocabulary? How do we expand our vocabulary? Um, and now we're going to focus on active vocabulary, right? The stuff we can use in speaking and writing, okay? As we've said, yes, you need vocab, of course, <laughs> to do well on the reading exam. But what you're really learning vocab for, guys, is for speaking and writing, right? Yes, exactly, right? These higher level, higher level, less common words, when you really need to be able to access those, you have to have a variety of vocabulary on the speaking exam and on the writing exam, less common vocabulary. And if you don't practice using it, you might have lists and lists of new, interesting, impressive vocabulary. If you don't practice using it, it will be useless to you on test day. I've seen that so many times. I mean, so have you, all teachers have. Um, it feels productive to write down a bunch of words. It feels good. It feels like we're learning. But then do you use them? Can you use them? Like we've all known people that have these like amazing notebooks and they're beautifully like highlighted and color coded. And you're like, do you know those words? And they're like, not really. <laughs> That's me. I have those notebooks in Spanish and French. I am right there with you guys. I've done that. It's so tempting. Totally. I'm like, ooh, I have these notebooks full of vocabulary. And then you look at it, I'm like, because you're like, <laughs> you're like, look at what a good student okay. I am. Look at all these like post-it notes and stuff. And you're yes. like, but is it helping? And I actually use that when I go to speak French or Spanish. That's the key. Right? Yeah, exactly. So we're going to give you three tips, guys, for how to memorize and be able to use new vocabulary. So the first tip is to limit the number of words you're putting in your notebook, right? You don't want to be a student with a beautiful thousand word notebook and you can't use any of them. Okay? <laughs> we, you're not that person. So you need to be choosy about the words that you actually put in your notebook, right? So let's say you're reading a, a novel, okay? For each chapter of that novel, you can choose two or three words, literally. Only two or three words you are going to put in your vocab notebook. If you are watching a sitcom, let's say it's a 30-minute episode of The Good Place, <laughs> one of my favorites. So you're watching a 30-minute episode of something. You know what? two words. That's it. You can add two new words to your vocabulary notebook, okay? So whatever you're doing, guys, you are not going to add more than three words to your vocabulary notebook at a time. Our, but we can't learn and memorize more than that. Yes. And not only that, it's going to discourage you from doing the reading practice you need to do because it totally. will be miserable. I started trying to read Don Quixote in Spanish oh my and I was going to write down every word I didn't know. Guess how far I got? Like two pages. Have I finished Don Quixote? No, because it was miserable. That's miserable to look up every word. It's terrible, right? Like, yeah, guys, keep in mind your goal, right? Our goal for reading and watching stuff is to improve listening comprehension, to improve reading comprehension. And then when you're done reading the chapter or watching the show, then you can shift your focus. You could say, okay, now my focus is vocabulary. And now I'm going to choose two words to add to my notebook. Yes. And then when you keep it engaging that way and interesting, then you're going to want to read, you know, every day, read a little bit, add a little vocabulary, keep yourself interested so that you are improving your overall fluency as well. All right, let's move on to tip number two, yes. which is now that you've added a few vocabulary um, words to your list, to your notebook, you've got to use it ASAP and often, right? As soon as possible, later that day, 
There are lots of ways you can do this. You can write out sample answers, sample speaking answers, using that vocabulary, practice saying it out loud, and mm -hmm. then practice having to access it without having anything written. Give yourself some IELTS speaking answers, and you know those words that are on there, pull them in and use them in your answers. Yeah, here's the thing, guys. Every time you are practicing IELTS speaking answers, every time you're practicing writing an essay, um, keep your vocab notebook open. Use those words, okay? Slow down. Don't time yourself. That's for later, right? If your priority right now is to improve your vocabulary and your answers, don't time yourself, okay? Um, focus on using the new, the new vocabulary and speaking and writing. A couple weeks before the test, put that vocab notebook away, right? You've already done the work to learn the words, okay? Put it away. Now your focus is timing. You know what I mean? So again, it's just like, keep your intention clear in your mind every time you're practicing. I wanna tell you guys a little activity I love um, for learning new vocab. I've told students to do this before, and I was so pleased uh, last week because James' Spanish teacher gave him this homework, and I was like, Oh my God, this is what I tell my students to do. So she she had her students write down um, in Spanish vocabulary for stuff they see in their home and then put these post-it notes on stuff and then make a video of themselves saying in Spanish, like, this is my living room. In my living room, I have a TV, a sofa, a blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was so great. I didn't take the sticky notes down. And that's something you guys could do. Um, when you learn new vocab, write it on little pieces of paper. Put them up around your home. Every time you pass that piece of paper, say that new word out loud. Use it in a sentence out loud. I promise you, after three days, you are going to know all of the words on those sticky notes. Absolutely. Yes. Use it in a sentence. Use it in a practice speaking answer. Like come up with an answer that you or a question you might be asked and create the answer on the fly using that vocabulary. And then we're going to jump into number three here because it's vital that you keep your vocab list or your notebook updated. Like you said, Jessica, you are going to master that vocabulary. So once you know it well and you're able to add it to answers, you can take down that sticky note or you can cross it off your vocabulary notebook, mark it off somehow yeah, so totally. that then when you're adding new words, it doesn't become this unmanageable list. It's like, these are the words I'm working on. I can remove words that are now part of my active vocabulary that I could use on any IELTS sample answer or in any essay. I love that tip. That's fantastic. So guys, uh, the biggest takeaway for your score today, right, is practice, right? That's really what it comes down to. So for your reading score, you need time-saving strategies and you need to use that system of strategies again and again before test day, right? And for vocabulary, you need to use those words as often as possible before test day so they're part of your active vocab. Okay. Yes. And awesome. these strategies, these tips are going to seriously help your vocabulary scores. You could get nines for your vocabulary scores on speaking and writing. And then it's okay if you get a grammar six, it's going to really improve your overall score. So there's no reason you shouldn't be getting very high vocabulary scores on, on test day. 100%. Awesome. All right, guys. Long episode because we taught you so much today. Two and uh, one. And we'll, <laughs> two and one. Two and one. Um, and so Friday, guys, we'll be back um, with another amazing episode. All right, guys. See you then. See you Friday. Bye.
Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.